हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर फोर एग्जीक्यूटिव लेजिस्लेचर एग्जीक्यूटिव एंड जुडिशरी आर द थ्री ऑर्गेन्स ऑफ गवर्नमेंट टुगेदर दे परफॉर्म द फंक्शंस ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट मेंटेन लॉ एंड ऑर्डर एंड लुक आफ्टर द वेलफेयर ऑफ द पीपल the constitution ensures that they work in coordination with each other and maintain a balance among themselves in a parliamentary system executive and the legislature are interdependent the legislature controls the executive and in turn is controlled by the executive in this chapter we shall discuss this composition structure and function of the executive organ of the government this chapter will also tell you about the changes that have occurred in recent times due to political practice after reading this chapter you will be able to make a distinction between the parliamentary and the presidential executive understand the constitutional position of the president of india know the composition and functioning of the council of ministers and the importance of the prime minister and understand the importance of functioning of the administrative machinery now let us discuss what is a, an executive who is in charge of the administration in your school who takes important decision in a school or a university in any organization some office holders has to take decisions and implement those decisions we can this call this activity administration or management but the administration requires a body at the top that will take policy decisions or big decisions and supervise and coordinate the routine administrative functioning you may have heard about the executives of big companies banks and industrial units every formal group has a body of those who function as the chief administrators or the executives of that organization some office holders decide the policies and rules and regulations and then some office holders implement those decisions in actual day to day functioning of the organization the word executive means a body of persons that looks after the implementation of rules and regulation in actual practice in the case of government also one body may take policy decisions and decide about the rules and regulations while the others one would be in charge of implementing those rules the organ of government that primarily looks after 
the function of implementation and administration is called the executive. What are the principal functions of the executive? Executive is the branch of government responsible for the implementation of laws and policies adopted by the legislature. The executive is often involved in framing the of policy. The official designations of the executive vary from country to country. Some countries have presidents while others have chancellors. The executive branch is not just about presidents, prime ministers and ministers. It also extends to the administrative machinery civil servants. While the heads of the government and their ministers saddled with overall responsibility of government policy are together known as the political executive. Those responsible for day-to-day -day administration are called the permanent executive. Now let us move to the next point, what are the different types of executive? Every country may not have the same type of executive. You may have heard about the President of the USA and the Queen of England. But the powers and functions of the President of the USA are very different from the powers of the President of India. Similarly, the powers of the Queen of England are different from the powers of the King of Nepal. Both India and France have prime ministers, but their roles are different from each other. Why is this so? To answer this question, we will briefly outline the nature of executive existing in some of these countries. The USA has a presidential system and executive powers are in the hands of the president. Canada has a parliamentary democracy with a constitutional monarchy where Queen Elizabeth II is the former chief of state and prime minister is the head of government. In France, both the president and the prime minister are a part of the semi-presidential system. The president appoints the prime minister as well as the ministers but cannot dismiss them as they are responsible to the parliament. Japan has parliamentary system with the emperor as the head of the state and prime minister at the head of the government. Italy has a parliamentary system with the president as the formal head of the state and prime minister at the head of the government. Russia has a semi-presidential system where president is the head of the state and prime minister who is appointed by the president is the head of the government. Germany has a parliamentary system in which president is the ceremonial head of state and the chancellor is the head of the government. In a presidential system, the president is the head of the state as well as head of the government. In this system, the office of president is very powerful. 
both in theory and practice. Countries with such a system include the United States, Brazil and most nations in Latin America. In a parliamentary system, the prime minister is the head of the government, most parliamentary system have a president or a monarch which is who is the norm, nominal head of state. In such a system, the role of president or monarch is primarily ceremonial and prime minister along with cabinet wields executive power. Countries with such system include Germany, Italy, Japan, United Kingdom as well as Portugal. A semi-presidential system has both a president and a prime minister, but unlike the parliamentary system, the president may possess significant day-to-day -day powers. In this system, it is possible that sometimes the president and the prime minister may belong to same party and at times they may belong to two different parties and thus would be opposed to each other. Countries with such a system include France, Russia, Sri Lanka, etc. Now let us move to the next point, Parliamentary Executive in India. When the constitution of India was written, India already had some experience of running the parliamentary system under the act of 1919 and 1935. This experience had shown that in parliamentary system, the executive can be effectively controlled by the representatives of the people. The makers of Indian constitution wanted to ensure that the government would be sensitive to public expectations and would be responsible and accountable. The other alternative to the parliamentary executive was the presidential form of government. But the presidential executive puts much emphasis on the president as the chief executive and as source of all executive powers. There is always the danger of personality cult in the presidential executive. The makers of the Indian constitution wanted a government that would have a strong executive branch. But at the same time enough safeguards should be there to check against the personality cult. In the parliamentary form, there are many mechanisms that ensure that the executive will be answerable to and controlled by the legislature or people's representatives. So the constitution adopted the parliamentary system of executive for the governments both at the national and state levels. According to this system, there is a president who is the formal head of the state of India and the prime minister and the council of ministers which run the government at national level. At the state level, 
the executive comprises the governor and the chief minister and council of ministers the constitution of india vested the executive power of the union formally in the president in reality the president exercises these powers through the council of ministers headed by the prime minister the president is elected for a period of 5 years but there is no direct election by people for the office of president the president is elected indirectly this means that the president is elected not by the ordinary citizen but by the elected mlas and mps this election takes place in accordance with the principle of proportional representation with single transferable vote the president can be removed from office only by parliament by following the procedure for impeachment this procedure requires a special majority as explained in the last chapter the only ground for for impeachment is violation of the constitution we have already seen that the president is the formal head of the government in this formal sense the president has wide range ranging executive legislative judicial and emergency powers in a parliamentary system these powers are in reality used by the president only on the advice of the council of ministers the prime minister and council of ministers have support of the majority in lok sabha and they are the real executive in most of the cases the president has to follow the advice of the council of ministers now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast